again, everyone, and welcome back to the Dog Show Drive with Wayne and Will. I'm Wayne Cameron. You are, and I've really missed you. My name's Will. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you too, buddy. I do. This week, we're going to talk about great dogs, great clusters, great judges, and the history and function that is so important in evaluating breeding stock and show dogs. All that and more right here on the Dog Show Drive. Well, hey there, Will. How you doing, bud? It's been a few minutes. It has been a few. I mean, it's st- not really. It's only been a, not even two weeks yet. So I know, but that's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. We had a great time at Gray's Lake. That was really fun. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Good to see everybody. It was a good bunch of dogs. It was a good committee. It was great to see Canada, Virginia. It was, it yeah. was great. And you did a fine job, young William. Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch Will Judge, which was fun. And um, we had breakfast together and I drove him over in my rocket ship every day. And he still seems to have all his parts in place. Um, I didn't go too fast. I don't know. Just some of the quick accelerations. It felt like, remember when you're a kid and you're on the roller coaster and your face goes. (laughs) (laughs) That was my goal. That was my goal. (laughs) Then you don't hear a damn thing, though. He just goes. Like, you're there you're just there that was so much you're, fun we are the really... jetsons now <laughs> we are the jetsons um i took cheryl's guard to indy this weekend uh and i left her home with the rocket ship and um she liked it and she doesn't go fast but she liked it anyway um we had such a good time there it's it's such a great cluster because it attracts so many good dogs and by the way people come from all over right Oh my gosh. Clint Livingston came up. There's Canadians there. People come from all over. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's really fun. And uh, they just do it right. They do it right by getting good judging panels. What a panel. That was a wonderful panel. To even just to have dinner with, it was a wonderful panel. So. Yep. And that's so important. Uh, if you want to draw an entry, draw honest people who can judge dogs. That's the way you do it. And um, that was a great panel. It's a great panel and fun to hang out with, right? I mean, yeah, I had a good time, a good time seeing them. And Pat yeah. Trotter was there and she was our leader, it seemed like at every dinner. Was, yeah, yeah. And Jimmy was there and I Jim, just a great time. Dana. Great time. Yeah, Dana. Uh, oh, God, boy, he's, I love talking dogs with Dana. But yeah, it's a good time and, and the facility's nice um, and they do all the little nice things right. And um, yeah, it's, it's, been one of those ones that always gets the best entry around that time. Um, although I, I do want to mention that uh, the Schomburg shows with International and Wheaton did a good job with their gate. They drew a lot of good spectators, and that's important to keep it people really in support. So well done there. But they're good spectators at Gray's Lake, too. It's the, it's the whole gestalt. You know, when you walk in there, you know it's professionally done. Um, Ken and Virginia got this, have a dial. And their club members are awesome. Um, their treasure, and I'm going to forget her name. Lee. Lee. She was terrific. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a good bunch of people. And um, and I like the Kringles, Will. I like the Kringles. <laughs> I never tried them. <laughs> yeah, the Kringles are great. If you live in Racine, you know what Kringles are. They're all made in a bakery there. It's a round, flat pastry. It just tastes so good. And um, Man, I, I, I did my best to stay away from them. But... Yeah. Man, I did not do my best. No. I'm going to get better. And then uh, this weekend, um, where'd you go this weekend, Will? I was judging at the Wildwood Kennel Club here in Woodstock, Ontario. Uh, Dean Dennis and Tracy Cartwright run that show. And it was a, it was a fun show. We had a good good panel of judges. Um, John Bryson from Australia was there. Ooh. Dr. Chapa from Mexico was there. Um, Raymond Yurick, who I, I just love watching Raymond judge Sighthounds. He's, he's a very good Sighthound judge. Uh, Mary White was there. We had a we had a good time, a really yeah. good time. So that's terrific. Yeah. It's when you get a panel like that again, you know, a good panel that you want to. It's it's all about who you who. When you go into the lunchroom, you don't want to have to hide in the corner because you don't want to talk to any of these morons. <laughs> so you get a panel like that, you can't wait to go to the lunchroom and dinner, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. And Dean said we don't usually in Canada have a judges gallery. We usually because some judges some 
clubs don't want the judges sitting and watching all teams yeah. like you guys are gonna do what you're gonna do i want you to come from but we all sat there and we all chatted and we had fun and we picked on each yeah. other and it was just great yeah. it was a great time people think what we do in there is promote dogs i can tell you that doesn't happen what does happen is you sit next to someone you can learn from oh for sure or you can discuss a breed with and maybe not even a breed in the ring it just comes up that's a great learning center yeah people can abuse it there's no doubt it's uh, human nature but I, like I, I was sat but next to dr chapel a lot and we call him Paco, and he is the great he, he he gave me so much advice he knows i'm judging now and he just he was just he, and he was very genuine about it he was he's such a nice yeah. man and god knows you need it will i know i know man <laughs> no, it's, it is it's it's really a wonderful for instance um at indy this weekend and i'm gonna miss a lot of people um because it's a big panel uh, the Abbots were there. Byron Del Clark was there. Linnell Clark. Jamie and Doug, of course. Uh, David Kirkman. I could talk dogs all day with David. Cindy Lane, Kim LeBlanc, Sandra Lex, um, Neil McDivitt, who I just love. Uh, and Kim, my, you know, Kim Meredith, my dog show wife. And Virginia was there. Um, Nancy Simmons. It was just a good panel. And you can't, you're not going to get enough because we're all in the rings, right? right. You're not going to get enough one-on-one. But when you sit together every night, those couple hours in that judge's pen or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's when you can sit next to your friends and talk dogs. And we did, and we'd move around. You didn't sit to, next to the same. Well, I sat with Kim Meredith almost every night, but, um, but that whole thing, you know, you can move around and talk to people And Virginia. It was great to talk, talk to Virginia. Um, I don't, we get to see her at Gray's Lake, but we don't get enough time to talk. Um, so all well, those, we had, we had fun at Westchester with her. <laughs> Oh, we did. We did. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> but yeah, good time was had by all. And um, it was it was really, it's just always good to be on a panel with people you can talk dogs with. There's no CEUs for that, Will. No. But I, but I learned a lot. Um, I'll go find somebody. Um, I must have talked wires with RC for, I don't know, an, at least an hour. Um, and I don't... I, planning on applying for those any minute but if there's a breed that i'm interested in i do not and by the way i would love to observe breeds that i'm never going to judge or apprentice mm -hmm. you have to take the test to do that so it's kind of cautious 75 bucks to, to do that for every breed but i'm walking by a ring and i saw a really good entry of sammy's and i'm like and it was i forget who it was maybe david kirkland or someone good and i was like oh i'd love to be in there right now you know just learning and talking but it doesn't work that way so you catch them after you know, right. And Kim LeBlanc was kind enough to uh, let me apprentice Borzoi under her. Boy, I don't get to see her often. And she was great to talk dogs with. You get to see her all the time. Yeah, right? we see her all the time. Kimmy's great. I love, yeah. I love hanging out with Kimmy. We have this thing. That we, when we are, whenever we have dinner together, I always she always sits next to me. And I told her, she can, just don't touch my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but then she'll come over and she'll start touching my stuff because I said <laughs> But there was an entry, a good entry of Siberians. You don't think I wanted to go in there and talk to her about those? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a great... And, and and I actually sped like James Bond down there to catch Kim Meredith do the Alaskan Malamute specialty, which is one of the... I think it was one of those... It was late in the afternoon it started. So I was able to get there in time for that because I wouldn't want to miss that. I mean, um, you know, that was really fun. And Virginia and I got to sit and watch Portuguese water dogs together. I learned a lot there. So... Was really, it's one of those panels. And, and of course, Jamie and Doug, I could talk dogs with all day, every day. And sometimes I do. Um, but I wanted to mention the cluster itself. Well, it's going to be one, it is already one that you have to go to. It's a must attend show. This facility, uh, it's the state fairgrounds in, India, in Indianapolis. Uh, they have, the building is so cool. It's got windows way up high at different levels. So the natural light, <laughs> the natural light comes into the building and it just makes this great feeling. The other thing is they have vendors galore. Oh, and boy. how many shows do you go to these days? They just yeah. don't have vendors. And having vendors is just so much fun and you can get anything you want. And people wait for that, right? Everybody's there, every vendor's there. And in fact, they sold out a vendor space and there's a lot of space and there was a lot of vendors. So that just brings a whole new vibe to the thing. Good judges do, but the the clubs. I don't want to just say Doug and Jamie, but there's so many members of those. Here's the thing about that weekend, Will. There's different clubs, right? Yeah. It's not just the Indianapolis County Club. It's it's the other club. 
they work together like it's one group, one group, one club, one family. They all wore these red vests. You, you couldn't tell who was in which club because they all were helping each other. It was so cool. And, you know, whoever brings that together, that's magical because that's not the way it works on most weekends. No, it's hard. It's, and that's the way it should because it, you'll, you'll get things done when you work as one. Yep. But, yep. And, and like Fort Wayne, they did the concurrent sporting dog show. And you see the way Doug and Jamie had the had it decorated, the tables, the trophies, the you know pheasants flying in the marsh and all that. It was so cool, really fun to watch. And you could go down there and get a good. If you miss Veasley, you get down there and watch him again. You know, um, it was really fun. Uh, and they put together a great event. And I definitely don't want to forget this. <clears throat> There's a young man from the Pacific Northwest named Chris. I'm gonna forget now. Nelson, maybe. Anyway, he's a ring announcer. And Will, if you've never heard him, you'll be blown away. Oh, really? It is phenomenal. This, I don't know if he's been out of the West Coast yet. <clears throat> maybe he has. Oh, he has. He does premiere here in Kalamazoo for the UKC. But he they flew him out to Indy, and he everybody was just blown away. He has this incredible mind. I met his parents too. Um, and they're lovely as well. Chris can sit there. <clears throat> well, he does no notes, not one piece of paper. And he does every single breed in the group from memory with a history and fun facts. And it's so compelling. You have to listen to every breed when the breeds not in the ring. He says not in the group tonight is the, and he does those too. He can also do all the miscellaneous, all the FSS, all the all the UKC, uh, FCI. He can do any breed. And I had lunch with him because I just, I love this guy. And we sat there and talked about breeds that he hasn't seen before that he wants. There's not many, but there's a couple breeds that we talked about that I've never heard of. And he knows everything about them. Does and he have dogs? Like, is he a dog show person? No, I don't think so. Um, I think his his parents told me he was fascinated by Africa as a young kid. And um, he just was all about Africa. And he's very intense on learning. And he's, I, I can say this, he's on the spectrum. Um, and he's very focused on one thing at a time. And this is it. So Africa was his big thing. And um, he, during that time, he discovered Basenji's as part of Africa. And then he turned to dogs. And he works in a pet shop out in the Pacific Northwest. And it's all about dogs. But in his voice, he has this beautiful cadence and rhythm. It's so professional. I'd love to see him do the garden. Everybody wow. would. Everybody would. But he he makes, he adds so much to the show um, that it's brilliant. Oh, I'd love he, to hear him. Wow. Oh, he's great. Well, he's just great. And I'm so glad they brought him out. because. And I kept telling people, you got to bring him out. You got to bring him east. You got to bring him Midwest. Because they're they love him. Uh, what shows does he do out west? Uh, he did Eamon Eamon Claw. I don't know how to say it. Sorry, uh, EU whatever Claw. Um, that's how I first heard him. Uh, but he does a bunch of the shows in Washington State and Oregon and Southern California, and um, he's just uh, everybody loves him. He stands there with nothing but a microphone and just rattles it off. Incredible. it's so cool it really is when you think about it like you and i have been in dogs all our life and, and i couldn't the, do that no either there's no way i could it's just i mean i did it for crufts but i also had notes right and i studied them and if i had a i didn't read anything never would never did he doesn't read anything either i would have the notes look down though and see if it's a you know of unfarcha um Monter milton ontario hound i'm gonna look down and read that one he didn't have to um, he knew them all and the details and the stories, the backstories. Um, and he was fascinated about coon hounds because he knew that I had them at the UKC. We talked about those. Oh, wait to hear this. Remember I told you I have this painting that Patrick Phelan did. Patrick Phelan in Ireland. Oh, I hope oh yes, 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 yes. Of the Kerry Beagles. It's yep. a, the Scartine pack. This giant oil that the Irish Kennel Club had commissioned for me that I just treasure. I have it in my house. That's the only place it's ever been. Chris knew about it. I know the picture. I know the painting exactly. Pat family went through the whole thing. Scartine pack. I said, how did you ever see that? Evidently, 
in a seminar that I used to do at UKC, I used that picture in some seminar. And he went down that rabbit hole and found it. Wow. Every piece <laughs> of information that's on the internet, he's just, he's a phenomenal human being. And he's the nicest kid too. Um, and his parents are just delightful. I'd never met them before. So, oh, I was just thrilled to be able to have that time with them. And um, uh, yeah, bring him to your show, ladies and gentlemen. Bring him to your show. What's his uh, name again, Chris? I think it's Nelson. I feel bad. I don't remember it. But if you go to the Indie, um, Ind Indie Winter Classic uh, Facebook page, um, there's a nice salute to him there. And I know Jamie Hubbard's mentioned him in posts on Facebook. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Nelson, but I'm not positive. But you can get his contact information from Jamie Hubbard. In fact, I'll post it uh, as well. But um, yeah, hire this kid. He's great. He's great. Wow. And um, and a lovely kid to be around too. And just a gentleman. Lovely to see. So all those little touches is what, this is, the, this is how you do it, right? And little thank you candy bars and little things here and there. And um, great communication. Great communication from the club. And I don't know if you followed the post, but Indie Winter Classic took over Facebook for three weeks. I mean, the the lots of crowd shots they post. So you can see what's going on. You feel like you're part of the thing, even if you're not there. But they do a great job. Um, the fairgrounds are lovely and um, building work. Where do they hold it? In the Indianapolis State Fairgrounds in Indy. Uh, the building is just, there's a lot of buildings there. This one's perfect. There's also a cheerleading competition in another building down the way. So you'd see, you know, Dachshund, Wolfhound, Beagle, cheerleader with glitter and lots of bows in their hair. <laughs> <laughs> As you're walking around outside, they didn't come in, but outside. But yeah, it was great. Um, boy, I can't say enough about it. And I think I just said a lot about it. So. You did, yeah. No, that sounds wonderful. I hope, yeah, you know, got to go. Down there next year and check it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have to. Um and what's after that? I guess Madison, Wisconsin, the Renaissance Cluster is coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And Are you there? Are you judging there? Four days and four and three or four specialties too. It's going to be long. Okay. So I'm trying to get get all better and take care of myself so I can whiz through that. Um, and yeah, my voice is, you know, but I'll, as long as I can point, I'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, that's fun. And then the Pointer National is coming up, which, uh, yeah. Doing your own when is that? When's the Pointer National? Uh, March 29th, I believe, or 30th. It's Doswell shows oh, in okay. conjunction with the Doswell shows. And I've never been there, but I hear great things about that place. It's where Secretariat was born. Oh, wow. Yeah, on the farm. I did know that. I did know yeah. that. Pretty cool. Uh, so there'll be a lot of horses and a lot of horses' asses all together. At the dog all show. together. <laughs> <laughs> it's who we are. It's who we are. Same well, bat channel. Bunch of horses' asses. That's who we are. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So it'd be, and then Cheryl and I are gone to Europe for April, so a month off. Oh, well, what are you um, doing in, in, in Europe? Just traveling? We're floating down the Danube. Oh, very nice. Very Starting nice. in Budapest, taking the Viking River cruise, and then doing some other stuff. And, um, Trying to get to the opera. We, I think we did get tickets for the Vienna Opera. Um, but that'll be fun. And we didn't get tickets for the Lebanese or Stallions, but maybe we can figure it out when we get there. But yeah, it'll be fun. And Mike and Michelle are eating. Mike and Michelle Scott are eating. Like everybody else do does. They flo flew to Denmark this week so they could eat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're going to... Uh, uh, is it Nova? Noma? Mm, sorry. Uh, rated as the best restaurant in the world. And they've got uh, reservations there. And I think they're doing like five stars in three days collectively. They're going to so many places that have stars. Maybe it's three stars in five days, probably is. But uh, so they're going there to eat at these great restaurants. Uh, see, dog people have more interest than just dogs. Some of them, <laughs> some of them do. <laughs> some of them. But yeah, it was. I, I want to do that, but I want to go to every hockey arena. No, I've been to a few, and you have too. But um, yeah, I've been to a few. See, going to uh, going to the cracking game in March when I go out there for a seminar. Oh man, that'll be great. Well, that'll be fun. Brody and I went to let's see, just well, he went on a. Everybody went on spring break when he was in undergraduate school. Um, they all, all everybody went, you know, to Pensacola or wherever kids go for spring break. Not Brody and his friends. 
they they went to a bunch of hockey. They started uh, maybe Pittsburgh, and they kept going to hockey, NHL hockey arenas all the way up to Toronto. And they worked their way all the way back to Chicago and all the way around. Um, yeah, a little hockey fever there. But they went to a lot of barns then. And then he and I went to, you know, when Steve was playing, Steve Downey, we went to Phoenix with him, see him. And, I, and you and I went to Tampa to see him play. Yeah. We went to Pittsburgh to see him play. And um, yeah, we just, and I, ha I had a memory come up today. And I said to Cheryl, I don't even remember this. Nine years ago, we went to an outdoor game in Chicago. It was Miami University against Western University. Oh, wow. That'd so be Brody went to Miami and we lived near Western. Mm -hmm. and, and I remember it now, but I, when I looked at the picture, I'm like, what? No, I was an outdoor game. <laughs> I watched them. But, it was, <laughs> but it was a college game. Uh, so not on the list of NHL arenas. And I'm sure you're all fascinated by this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, um, what about the Oilers? The Oilers came one short of yeah, breaking yeah. the all time record last and night. And they don't even have any show dogs that we don't know about. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach okay. has a Siberian Husky. Zach there you go. See how we pull that together. Kim together. LeBlanc first. We talk about Sim, uh, Siberian Huskies, and and Matt, and and then it's perfect. Will. Yeah. We just. It's yeah, like her name we, is Lady. Yep. Zach. It's has like a Siberian from my buddy Colin. Yeah. It's like um, uh, Lake Wobegon, Garrison Keeler. We bring it right back, Will. We bring it right. We wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Anyway, uh, what else is coming up? Where are you, where are you going next? <laughs> I'm actually in your neck of the woods this week. I'm in Kalamazoo doing a seminar. You Kalamazoo. are? I didn't know yeah. that. You going to stay I with us? I told you. I told you. And then, and then after that, I'm in Buffalo doing a seminar. Well, I, you know, you can always stay here at the Ponderosa and hang out with Ponderosa. Remember the Ponderosa <laughs> Steakhouse? <laughs> uh, we used to call the big place the Ponderosa, uh, the other place. Yeah. Uh, where you've been. That was an amazing place. I'm glad the people who have it now enjoy it. And I'm glad they do all the work on it. <laughs> we This was a place that Cheryl and I, and the kids uh, had for over 20 years. Um, it had a guest apartment, a guest house, a pole barn, a pool, a pool house, the main house. And then in the woods, it had the tiny house. And it was in the woods. And there was all these big packs for dogs to run around. And it was wonderful. And I remember you saying, why would you sell this place? Because oh, yeah. you don't have to take care of it. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> And, and I only ever I would stay in the Kavanaugh pub and yeah, that was cool place. having the pub there too. Yeah, that was a great pub. But we had um it was great for the big dogs. We had the wolfhound and all the pointers and the coonhound to run around. But boy, it's a lot to take care of. And like I remember you saying, hire somebody. Yeah, they don't show up. <laughs> or when they do, they don't do it the way you wanted to do it. Right. Yeah. Um but I was when Brody one. was around. You know, when Brody was around, we had some got done. That boy went out on his own, Will. He did. Left the foal. It's very sad. <laughs> I talked to him every day. Hey, did I tell you he's doing bread by groups? He's judging his first assignment. Coming oh, he up. did tell me that. Yeah, that'll be fun yeah. for him. Yeah. That'll be really fun, huh? Um, looking forward to that. So, And he'll be at the National with us, supporting National Course, he and Margaret. And uh, yeah, we get to spend a lot of time. We, we talk every day on Facebook. Uh, Facebook is FaceTime or phone call every day. And uh, and our daughters, we're just so lucky, right? Our daughters, and by the way, we see her every day um, with the grandkids, which is great to see every day for an hour. And then I get old and I think of the old place. But <laughs> no, I love them to bits. They're just such great kids. And uh, they, the little one, Fallon, is a year old and she's adorable. And when Baxter, the new King Charles, Bradley. Uh, yeah, Bradley Baxter. When he sees her, he just goes crazy. He just loves her so much. By the way, this is a little breed, but the nomenclature takes quite a while for people to get a hold of, right? So he's an English toy spaniel King Charles. Confusing to people on the street? Yes, well, it is. But it means he's black and tan, right? So you've got your solids, which are black and tan and ruby. So you can call them rubies. You can call them King Charles's, but you confuse people with Cavalier King Charles. So English follow this people. English toy spaniels, English toy spaniel King Charles, English toy spaniel Ruby, and then you have the brokens. And the brokens are not broken, their color is just broken. And that's the Blenheims, which are the red and white ones, and the tricolor, uh, which we call Prince Charles. So yeah, you tell someone you have an English toy spaniel Prince Charles, it just confuses them well. Did you know all that? 
No, I didn't know all that. No. Yeah, it's confusing, right? No one needs to know all that. No one. But um, but Stacy Abel, who is an amazing um, exhibitor, breeder, artist, photographer, she has Barbet, but she also now has a couple of ETs, people call them. I'm sure I love that. Um, we just call them Charlies. Yeah, that's the always name. known them as Charlies. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she has one, and I posted that Baxter, the video of Baxter <laughs> fetching his shark. It's bigger than him. And she said, oh, you have a King Charles. Yes, that's exactly what we have, a black and tan one. <laughs> and I said, and your Blenheim is beautiful. Who was in the groups down there? Um, by the way, uh, you know, I went down there uh, a, to gather CEUs and uh, and learn, and I did. Uh, Brian Livingston came up with two Boinkins, and it was so cool because the owners were there. And she's, I, I forget, what, they're both involved in judges' education, maybe even the coordinator, but the husband's a hunter. So I was able to talk to both of them about the breed. Um, Sharon from the uh, show side and Daniel from the hunting side. That is so important. Oh, for I, sure it is. And, and, I to know. I'm sorry. Well, someone asked me this weekend about um, how much do judges put into when they're judging what the dogs are used for. And I said, I said, a lot of them do. I said, I can't, I can't answer for all of them, but the ones that I know, they do put emphasis on it. They do decide if this dog can do that job. Yeah. And these Boinkins, I wanted to know how they work. Uh, are they independent? How far they, you know, are their game on? And what are they like upland? What are they like in the water? Because that helps you form your template for what the breed should look like. And when you don't right. see a lot of them like Boinkins, you need even more of that background uh, to imagine them and picture them and to be better to see them. But um it's just, it's so important. And I was at a seminar once where the person started off with function and history. This person actually raised their hand and said, can we just skip that and get to the part where we learn how to judge the dog? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you, just, you just missed the most important part. You'll be excused. <laughs> yeah. You talk about it all the time, right? The history is what, yeah. You, oh, you yeah. talk about it all the time. It's so important when you're trying to learn something. How can you picture what a, here's an example. It was at Gray's Lake. Someone said to me, there's nothing in the standard in pointers about proportion or English setters, by the way, the only two breeds that don't mention proportion in the sporting group. Fix that clubs, fix that. So they said, what about pointer proportion? I said, um, well, to me, slightly off square, never long and low. And Kelly was there fortunately, because her husband is a great field trial trainer. Kelly Shift this is. Yeah. Her husband is a great, Ed is a great field trial trainer, very well respected and a hunter and breeds hunting dogs as well. And just a great guy. And I said to Kim, has Ed ever worked with a long pointer? A very off square pointer, a long and low one. She said, yeah, once it hunted for about two minutes. And that was the end of that. <laughs> look at American field. Look at the pictures, of the field trial winners, they're square. Now they're a little straight, both ends are balanced. I'm not saying pointers need to look like that. But if you're looking for proportions and you're looking for function in history, there's a good way to do it. Right. You'll never find a long low one out there carving up. The, and I'm to, you know, people say, well, I got a junior hunter. Yeah, that's, that's very nice, but that's not hunting all day. And that's not, and that's great, by the way. I'm not discounting that. Well, of course. But when you're talking about a big working dog, you're never going to get a long. No, yeah. Like you look at my grandparents had English cockers. When they were just cockers back then, yeah. um, and their shape was perfect. It was, it was back then. It was dead square, and they worked all day long. You know. Yep. So. Exactly. I love that. I love the working cockers. And they had big, way, strong bone, and it was. They were, you know, they, they weren't. They were hurting themselves out there. <laughs> yeah, and we still look for those qualities today. Well, right. We were just talking about it before. Well, I love going springs. over them. And, 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 and if you talk to Ginny Line, yeah. I don't know if I can use this line because it might, well, Michael Woods uses this, so I can use it. He, she'll tell you, she never told me, she told Michael, that if you want, when you're looking for a butt on an English cocker, you want a big butt like Ginny Line. You want a Ginny Line. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with J-Lo. Let's go with J-Lo. <laughs> but yeah, it's the first thing I look for is a big round ass, you know, and I want to see that that it's got to be with 
just with everywhere back there. That rib spring's got to be there. They're so different. That bone's got to go right down to the ground. And that face is got to I love walking have... behind them and looking over them. I just love yeah. that when they're, you yep. see one that has got that big ass and they're plunked down there in their cage. And oh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. And it, And as you said, Will, this is what your grandparents hunted with. There's a reason for that. Um, that's the that's why you need to know so much about history and function. And for me, they've got to have a plush four face and and muzzle and a proper head. With planes, by the way, we talk about parallel planes and English cockers, ladies and gentlemen. It's not like this. No, it's not like it's an Irish like, setter. It's right. like not like any other breed. They're all parallel planes. We always think of the top skull and the back, the, the top of the back skull and the now top. Now it comes of the back to Irish setters, Wayne. I'm sorry. It, it's <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking about this way, if you can see me, um, from the side, right? You don't want a big variation between the width of the muzzle and the width of the back skull. And that's another reason. You want that breadth of muzzle, that width of muzzle and capacity and lip to pick up the damn bird, not a sparrow, uh, and bring back up on game birds, which are a not woodcock. Small. Yeah, yeah. You got to fit at least that in your mouth. Yeah. They'll yeah. hunt anything, you know? So that's our... I know Will and I talk about history and function a lot as being important. Well, it's just, you can, standards change. History never changes, so. it's a good point, Will. Interpretations of standards change, but history's there. History's always there. And, it, and you can look at it, you can read a standard, Wayne, and if you've never seen that dog, you give it to someone that's never seen that breed, they're not going to, they're not going to see that breed in their head by reading that standard. If they hit, if they read the history, they'll get an image. They'll get an image of what that is. So. Yeah. If you know what they're built to do, that doesn't change. I mean, history can be interpreted or told differently. It's just someone's opinion of what happened at yeah. the time. But the basis of that history is always there. Why they were created. And that's important. Why they were created. They didn't just make these things up to look pretty. No. Well, some breeds did. You know, some made well, someone, to be Someone around. asked me about that because about, again, well, this dog is, is this size and it's, it should be as a guard dog, it's a bigger dog. And I said, yeah, but they, also this dog, this other dog you're saying, it's a guard dog as well. It's just a more pleasing to look at guard dog. Yeah. You're, yeah. You can have a guard dog that's good to look at, mm -hmm. you know? So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's no, and usually that balance and that symmetry is what makes them beautiful. And that's what you need to do the job. Right. Um, yeah, never, never think of it as a beauty contest. Always think of it as a way to reach back and keep in mind that function. And I can tell you that when I did announce Crufts all those years, there were times when I would say, this breed uh, has to have this neck or this whatever to do its job. And I look at the dog in the ring and go, oops, that, that one couldn't do its job. <laughs> sure, it's pretty. <laughs> sure, it's pretty, but... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's but true. then again, you evil, but there are, are some cases where dogs, when you see them, you think, oh, they couldn't do that. But then you watch them and they could do that. Yeah. You know, yeah they, they, they make could. up for their shortcomings sometimes yeah. from what's in their heart or what's in their head. And right. uh, it's amazing that people are like that as well. You know? Yeah, it's true. It's very true. You will will goes a long way. That's right. I mean, no one would think of you. <laughs> no one would think of you as the rebound basketball king of Milton, Ontario. Exactly. And you know what I, I use, I use this way too many times this weekend because it came up a lot about an eye for a dog. And that's really important. You can go to every seminar, fill out all the boxes, take all, you do all, knock yourself right. out. But I could go to the Joffrey ballet. Someone have to pay a lot of money to get me in. I could study there forever. I could go to every great ballet instructor in the world. And I'm never going to be a ballet dancer. Right. A yeah. belly dancer, maybe, but not a ballet belly dancer. dancer. <laughs> but it, it comes down to, I know, and it, it's a, life supposed to be fair. But let's face it, it's not fair. It's not fair. I Like you said about the ballet dancer, I, I wanted to be a hockey star. Well, you know what? <laughs> in high school, you were. I get is I get to watch it on TV, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you were a star in high school, and that's important. And I wasn't even a star. I was adequate. <laughs> I was exactly. adequate in high school. 
<laughs> Adequate's enough, Will. Adequate's enough. But like everybody else, I was a star on my driveway, just like some people are stars yeah. in their backyards. Yeah. I was a star. I was I was Bobby Orr. I was Jacques Plant. I was Mike Palmatier. I was whoever I wanted to be in my driveway. That's important. You have to visualize those things. And I mean, I'll bet as a kid, you were in your backyard gating invisible dogs or real dogs. I remember gating English setters in my living room. My mother used to go crazy. You know, I could, couldn't even reach both ends. I would I use wanted... our sliding glass doors and set my dogs up so I could see what I was doing. <laughs> and yeah. you know what? Even as a handler, if I would go away to a national with just one breed and I'd be in the hotel room, I'd be sitting in front of the mirrors and looking at things I could do with my dog to make it just tweak it, tweak this and uh, and up and down the hallways of the of the hotel. Yep. Yep. There you go. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure some people. So I remember one somebody wanted to come bring wanted me to come down and and talk about grooming something. And uh, I said I said I'm at a national. I said I don't really do those things. I'm here in my in my room with my dog, and I'm getting ready for the national. I said you can come up here. And you can talk to me. <laughs> no. Doesn't work that way. <laughs> but that that passion is what keeps you in the sport. And I mean, we're not, it's not like lifers. We're never going to get out of this. Right. Um, but there are plenty of people that judge now. They just want to judge to travel. Oh, they no want to be part of the social fabric. They weren't practicing in front of their mirror. They weren't no. getting their English, English setter in their mother's living room. But they um, were probably practicing something else that they excel in. But yes. this is like for people in, in our world, this is our thing. And yeah. th that's why it's not fair. It's not a it's not a fair world. And I can practice as much as I want, and I can have the perfect stance as a goaltender. I can do all. I'm, I'm still not Patrick Waugh. You know, it's just yeah. you don't get as angry as Patrick Waugh. Well, sometimes. Well, sometimes. <laughs> He's hilarious. I love Patrick Waugh. <laughs> He's coaching now. Look out. Yeah. My Look favorite out. line is when Jeremy Roenick said something about they beat him in the United Center, and then they asked Patrick about. What what he thought of what Jeremy said? He said I could not hear Jeremy because I had my two Stanley Cup rings in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty He's good. the best. <laughs> I'm sure you're all fascinated by that, talk to people. But That's not true passions. because I met somebody at Grays Lake, and they came up and introduced themselves to me, and their mother told them to listen to us because she likes hockey. And Absolutely. she started listening to us because she likes hockey and dogs. So now she has both. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Well, I get that once in a while. Someone will quote and say, hey, don't take the hockey out because it's what we love. Or <laughs> I never heard of hockey before, but now I'm kind of watching it. Right. Well, I'm you had sure, that one. I'm sure we we're like Taylor Swift. We are <laughs> growing the sport. <laughs> <laughs> We've got yes, our own are. Swifties that are now watching <laughs> hockey. <laughs> They're going to show us in the Super Bowl, but over only for 26 seconds. They're going to show Will and I in the Super Bowl. We don't want to offend any, any of you people out there who are offended by a, a talented person. Anyway, boy, Tracy Chapman and um, uh, what other that other fella is, that country fella. I don't know. You have to. I'm not a country guy. Yeah, you were, we were talking about him before. I know, but I don't remember his and you name. You say he's now. getting old now. Right, yeah, there was some other guy. Anyway. Uh, they did fast cars at the Grammys. And if you missed that, man, you want to see art and balance and symmetry, the way it was put together. I can't think of the guy's name, and he's pretty famous, and I kind of like him. But anyway, uh, that's the way it worked. Tracy Chapman was the spotlight. And if you missed that on the Grammys, you missed a good piece of art, just like we right here are a great piece of art. That's right. If you missed this show, you never know. You never know anything <laughs> about the world. <laughs> But really, an eye for a dog is an important thing, an eye for symmetry and balance and harmony of, and that can be in music and art, it can be in anything. David Kirkland, I don't, I, whatever you breed, any breed that walks in there, he's going to figure it out because he's got a great eye for a dog. And David's getting a lot of assignments as he should, and he's getting plum ones and people really respect them. They're out there. I don't, and I've known David since for many, many, many years um, when he was showing miniature schnauzers in New Jersey near where I lived. And um, he's always had that focus, quiet, just like us, Will, quiet, but watching and observing and taking it in and, um, and he's able to express it too. It's beautiful. Beautiful. No, it's, it's a, it's an important thing having that eye or else you, you're not going to go anywhere fast if you don't. So 
I brought this up. It came to me at the middle of the <laughs> cluster down there, and I, I mentioned it more than I probably should have, but, and I'm not, the system's what it is. I'm not fighting the judge and the approval system. But if you worked for Ted Young, and for you whippersnappers, he was one of the great, he is the greatest cocker person that maybe ever lived. One of them, certainly. Um, if you worked for him for six years, uh, right next to him, doing grooming, trimming, learning, showing, uh, covering dogs with Ted, and you apply for Cocker Spaniels, no points for that. No what? No points for that. Yeah. That should be enough. I used to work with Ted Young. That should be enough. It's All right. Come on in. You're right. You're right. I think that they need, there is another box that you can, on the CU thing that you have to, it's a big deal. But I'm not, I think it should be more than that. I think there should be a other box that accounts for as many points as they think you should get. And if you put down your Ted's assistant for six years, uh, and they should look at that and go, that's worth three points or four points or five points, whatever it might be. Have something in there that discusses something that's not on your, the typical three X this five times that something more broad that um, is, is used more often. It's a little box there now, but used more often and done more broadly and maybe be able to be assigned. I have no, I have no points for stuffing or showing or trimming or bathing 7 billion boxers. When I work for Bob and Jane, there's no box. I don't know if I'm going to judge boxers right away down the line, but, that should be something, and I'll bet it wouldn't count. Um, and same for uh, any poodle person or any any breed, you know, any breed. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's a tough one count. to 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 run around your head with because it it makes such common sense, but yeah, it's not. <laughs> and handlers handlers get exception for trimming and bathing and showing dogs, even though they might not have any bread and they really have it. They only have a grasp of what wins, not what's good. Um, and they get extra um, credit, um, which is great. I'm not putting that down. There's got to be a more broad window for that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's, and it's consistently thing is like, like, let's face it. Somebody can have a great year and, and, and take a dog to number one. And, but it's the consistency of, of, of what you presented and how you presented over the years and how you're respected. But like, it's hard to say nowadays, but I, I used to, I, it would make me work harder to hear Janie say I did a good job, you know. Absolutely. It would make Absolutely. me work harder. You know? yep. You're doing a good job, but fix this, and I'd fix that, you mm -hmm. know. Boy, when, and that was, I don't know if people would re remember how big of a deal that would be. You know, that's like getting, it's like Johnny Carson, come on out to the couch. You were funny, you know. Um that's just a big, big deal. And there's no points for that. Um, I mean, and there's still those people out there. There's still those, those, those judges out there that I think have that kind of respect. It's just that we don't have the, there's not enough history being learned by the handlers and by the young people to know that they should be thrilled when, you know, Ed Bivin tells them this is a great shaped Doberman. You know, and mm -hmm. you've done a good, and I love the way you present it. Like they, they should know. They go, what would you say? You, you that you're, you don't have to go. Don't have to go best in show that day. You just won best in show. You go back. I and did. They, the, Ed Bivin said this to me. I did. There was a thing called the best of the best at Grace Lake years ago, where all the dogs won specialties and groups got to come in the ring. I had, I happen to have fifty six in the ring, um, all different breeds. That's just the way it worked, and you go through them. And I gave a Doberman best and I saw Ed out there the whole time. And I'm like, oh boy, am I hope I'm doing this oh right. God, oh yeah. man, I know what I want, but geez, I can't wait to talk to him about it. When I walked out, he went, that's a good dog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that meant the world to me. It really did. You know, it meant the world. I think I've told this story before, but I love this story. Ed was doing PCA and Mrs. Clark was still alive and she was a member of PCA watching and she, he wanted to give the breed. He was doing best of breed. He wanted to give the breed to this oh, certain dog. Us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that point did he felt a pain right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. It's I love a great story. story. Yeah, it's true. Um, we have, and we, and there are those people. I think 
and and I don't want to relate everything to this, but I do because it's true. When there was only a Saturday and Sunday show, you had time. You weren't packing up and to run to to fly to California and fly back to Kansas and be in New Jersey in the morning to hit all those points and shows you're racking up. And there was more time sitting around talking about dogs. Uh, you didn't have, you know, in a five-day cluster, the energy gets lost too, or a 10-day, wherever it is. And there's not as much as that, maybe? I don't know. It's but, amazing too, because like as a handler, you, you think those five-day clusters, you think, oh, it's a lot of a lot of revenue because of the five-day mm -hmm. cluster. But your dogs start to feel it. Um, yeah. Like even trim-wise, I used to love going down to my trimming room and just getting my dog ready for the weekend. I didn't want, I hated getting them ready at the dog show. When you're on those kind of circuits, you have to, you have to do the work of the, and you're distracted. I, I, my favorite time of the day was I go into the grooming room. I have two mirrors up. I, I, back then it was coffee and I'd just sit there and listen to music and, and look at my dog and figure out how I was going to do things this and that. And, and it, it also became a, a bonding moment with the animals. So, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's spending time with the dogs. The other thing is, I just watch people come flying in and flying out all the time. Uh, I I did not judge this weekend. I went down there to learn and observe, and because I wanted to go and see dogs. I wasn't working that weekend, so I went down. I got there at 7.30 every morning, and I left at 8 o'clock. One show went to 8 o'clock, because yeah. it was a sporting dog show concurrently, 7.30, whatever. I was the first one there and the last one to leave. Why wouldn't you be? And, and people get shocked when I when I was showing some dogs and my the beagles run into one o'clock and I'm there at seven. What are you doing here? What I do. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, our son Brody uh would he and George Ward and you would be the first he he gets to the show really early in the morning, no matter what time pointers are on. He wants to learn and that's what plus he wants he likes to get good parking spots and good right. spots, you know. But we all do. Uh, but it, if you're going to run and just watch Airedales, you're never going to learn about short-legged terriers or long-legged terriers or anything. You just learn about Airedales, maybe. No, you won't, because you have nothing to compare them to, so you won't. You need to know about the relative breeds around them, or you'll never get that breed. So if you just fly in and fly out with your dog and then wonder why the pros beach every weekend, well, there's a reason. Stick around and learn. Yep. Best in shows now are empty, not an indie. Best in shows are packed with spectators and people watching. Um, but nowadays, you, best in show is three people in the building. Six assistants. To go, to, go to dinner, you know. Yeah. Six or seven assistants and a couple of diehard judges who need to ride back to the hotel. And that's it. You know? It's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. When are you coming down here again, bud? Judging? I'm Not yet, a, judging. Uh, so Syracuse in March. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, is that, I think that's Maybe my I, next assignment down there. Maybe we can get up there to go see our buddy, Tom Bradley, who's doing better. He usually comes to the show. So yeah, yeah, he's doing, he had a little setback with his health. He's doing better. And we think of him all the time. And shout out to all our good people that are having some health issues. Uh, Jackie, Terry, Stacy, and and Tom and, and others, you know, we have to think of that. That's the part, one of the best parts of our community, Will. Uh, is the we family have, part, there's no question. Yeah. Someone gets sick, and by the way, you can find somebody at the shows or through the shows. A Luke um, was there this weekend with this amazing, uh, she's the, the comet dog. And he was telling me he has all kinds of heart problems that he's had. Um, something in his family about Claudia and things. And he wasn't getting good service or he wasn't getting the answers he wanted in his local area. Reached out to some client who knew somebody who's something big with the Heart Association. Now he's got the right doctor who yep. calls him and asks how he's doing. Not this three-minute crap where you're running and running out. That's the way it works. You know, we have that that incredible resource base, no matter what it is. Um there's always that guy that can start your car and get your RV fixed too. <laughs> That's right. There's always that guy at the shows. John Glover used to be that guy for us. Yeah. 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 It's great stuff. Great. Well, Will, we've killed another good morning. 
And we have. We have. It's been a while, so it was fun. It was fun. I I really enjoyed it. And um, thanks for listening. And it's great at the shows. We love hearing from you when you when you uh, have something to suggest or complain about or laugh about. Uh, come up and chat. And if you have any things you'd like us to discuss, email Young William over here. It's youngwilliam.com. Right? Youngwilliam.com. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's your what's your email address again? Will Alexander eight one nine at gmail.com. There you go. Eight me. That's my personal one. Or you can go through the website Will Alexander's Dog Show Tips. You There's can. Also a place to leave messages there. Will Alexander Dog Show Tips. Will Alexander's Dog Show Tips. Oh, don't forget the S. That'll get you in right. trouble. Will Alexander's. I own all the dog show tips, so it's Will right. Alexander's dog show That's tips. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you do like hair tips too? You dye the tips of the hair so it's nah, silver. I, I just have great highlights now. Yeah. Well, maybe I need my tips taken care of. All right, bud. Uh, <laughs> peace out, and we'll see you soon. And if you're coming down, just give me a call. You can stay here. Perfect. All right. Hang out with Baxter. Bradley. Like Bradley. Him too. <laughs> I, I I'm going to get in trouble at all. Bradley. I think I, yeah, Cheryl will come after you. You won't be able to stay here if you keep that up. Uh, Cheryl will will have, you know, um, I have to check to see if I'm home this weekend. I, I have to, this is how old I am, Will. I wake up in the morning and I say, do I have anything this weekend, today, Cheryl? Do I have any appointments you're taking? I have to write everything <laughs> down or else it, and I can't start my day until I sit and write everything down. I know. I have to do. What am I doing this weekend? What are we doing? When are we going here? If you ask me, when are we going there again? <laughs> You're going there alone. Anyway. <laughs> all right. That's enough. See all right, you, guys. Yeah. Everybody Peace stay out. safe out there. And we'll see you down the road. Pretty good. No way. Way. Better be paying attention, Doc. Thanks for the <laughs> Don't earn it. Use it in the blooper reel. That's right. We love you, Ernie. You do. <laughs> Don't put that in, Ernie. <laughs> Quit taking yourself so damn seriously. Some extraordinary data things that are being done around the world. Thanks, 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 Ernie. We didn't mention hockey. Isn't that unbelievable? We've had it, Doc. Yeah, they let us see it in a blueprint. Uh, this is good. We're going to be here in a second, Wayner. Don't lose it, Doc. Hot. Hot. Don't use that one, Doc. Don't use that one, Doc.